wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Wake and Bake America. Yes. What's up? Time to get high. DGC Hangout. Discuss all types of interesting things, Scotty. Yes. As far as anyone knows, this is the first time any of this is happening. Okay, man. This isn't take three, <laughs> sir. This is take three of Wake and Bake America, and it's working. We're I've been laughing here, harder and harder every time, man. Every time we fuck up, I've been having a good time. So it's all good, Brad. Thanks, for, thanks, for, getting me, uh, thanks, thanks for getting me jacked up, brother. I'll tell you what we are medicating, recreating with today, as well as Scotty. Hey, we got Martin Lee coming on the show, so Scotty's been prepping with this. You got some old school Florida smuggling days, stories, and things going on in your brain when you start thinking about Martin Lee, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I think, well, you know what? He explains it all. That Smoke Signals book really explains what was going on back in the 70s and, and 80s uh, with the cannabis smuggling in South Florida. And I didn't really get it back in the day. I was just a little 10-year-old kid, you know, but now hindsight's 2020. It, it kind of makes sense, man. How do you think all those skyscrapers got built? Yeah, why do you think that my, my neighbor had a pet tiger? Come on now. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's from Scarface. I'll get into telling you my thoughts and deep thoughts while sitting riverside on a, with a pint high watching a train go by and all the artwork blew my mind. <laughs> nice. um, you got High Times Magazine information. Hey, do you know real quick, High Times, we can discuss this or not. Um, I don't know how I saw it. Let's just say I saw or heard that High Times is advertising on Pornhub. So it might blow your mind a little bit. <laughs> it's called and, target marketing, man. It's called by any means necessary, all right? Lastly, Cannabis News, guys, we're going to talk about it. It's in the news. We've been talking about it. The Drager 5000 drug test machine thingy. But no, there's another interesting article on it, and this one's good news. Yeah. Sorry, man. They advertise that on Pornhub, too, I noticed. I mean, wait, what? What? Can hey, we do that over again? They have a, a pretty solid media <laughs> kit over there. Okay, oh, you're a search the media kit. <laughs> Hey, when right. the whole YouTube thing was going down, I was scrambling to search for places that might be, you know, receptive. <laughs> right, that might be able to host us. That does suck when you got to put your weed show on a porn hub. Come on, well, man. That's where all the gun people went. I know, if man, but like come on. What you're hearing, other than the, the, that discussion a little bit, I don't know. <laughs> but if you like what you're hearing, guys, dogrows.com forward slash value. Uh, I wanted to do a quick note. Guru's got an update. He's the proprietor of the free grow store. But guys, real quick, the way the grow store works, Scotty put up six eight-ounce recharges the other day in the free grow store, and yes. they were gone like within this all in the same second. Yes. Uh, I, I think it was within a minute and a half they were all, all we're gonna, were gone. So we're going to try and rotate the, the times the store opens to be fair. Sure. I mean, I know some people – um, so just to let you guys know in the future, but what's going into the, uh, the store this Friday? We've got three Plagrin uh, Green Sensation leaders. Going. Yeah, those are worth some money, yo. So, yeah. kind of like Vanna White, the way you, you got to get a little more announcing with it. <laughs> three <laughs> Green Sensation leaders from Jaron from Plagrin. <laughs> nice. No, those are those. That, that's a good hookup, man. That's the secret sauce. That's part of the sauce the recipe. Show. It is, man. And Jaron came over. I hung out with Jaron yesterday from New Millennium and, and Playground, and he always brings the fire. He's got a recipe. He calls it the sauce recipe, and it is absolute fire. So the guy knows what he's doing, man. Sauce, no sauce. All 
All right. But yeah, so just just go on the website, be a member. It is going to go live at 420 uh, Pacific Coast time uh, on Friday. So t- tomorrow at 420 Pacific Coast time, it's going to go live on the website. You said Pacifica, dude. You can have a beer for that. Fuck yeah. Uh, you said beer. Go on the most. <laughs> All right. Nice. You know what? Real quick, I got to give a shout out to Mrs. Real. I got to give a shout out to my wife because she comes over and she goes, "What the hell are all these orders for, dude? Gross. Why and and why are they? Why is everything being given away for free?" And at this point, (laughs) she just knows, you know. I'm like, "No, it's a great idea. I promise." (laughs) And yeah, so yeah, I should have probably explained the free gross store to my wife before I start. She is the shipping manager there. But hey, what can yeah. you do, man? Communication, man. I'm working She's on like, it. So you're giving things away for free. <laughs> yes, yes. She didn't love the idea. It was so weird. All right, let's check out what made us laugh. This is pretty good. Com. You guys, get up your memes, please. We love featuring them and looking at them during the show. Absolutely. This is called Organic Grass Fed, <laughs> and this is by Hog OG. We're looking at... Uh, 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 what? Uh, two cowboys. There's two cowboys, and one of them standing and looking at the other one who's on a floating horse. And the, oh, the Colorado horse named, Yeah, named Colorado. <laughs> and it just says, dude, what kind of grass you've been feeding that horse? And the Colorado guy, I guess that's you, says, Scroopy Noopers. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me think for about 30 oh, seconds. God. That's why Guru's employed here, man. Guru, can horses get high from eating weed, man? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's all I need to know, man. Non-decarboxylated <laughs> weed. Right, you have to eat a lot right. of it. It works man. for dogs, man. It doesn't, it, but humans, no, because I've definitely seen the dog eat some weed and get real high. I'm oh, definitely yeah. jealous of that ability. If I could have one superpower, that might be it. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sure they'll figure it out, man. I'm sure there'll be a pill that you can take. All right. To adjust your biome. Oh, let's see here. Come this on. Next I, meme this one's cool, from, man. The Drager 5000. What is this? From T2? This is from Terminator 2? Remember that guy yeah. who was bulletproof? Posted by Lemon GF, looking at like the Terminator dude with a whole bunch of huge holes through him, trying to like come at you. Right. Says, Someone stop the Drager 5000. And we're going to talk about it. Some people are trying to stop it in the news as that's well. That's that as machine. Part- that's the cannabis detection DUI machine, is what that is. Uh, well, yeah, and oh, don't forget uh, meth, uh, a whole bunch of sure. – like, it's like 10 things in one, Scotty. It's a Drager 5000. Dude, we were looking at this meme earlier, and it made me just bring up – you know, I'm older than these guys, man. So I'm like, Guru, have you ever seen – because this guy's just bulletproof. The Terminator 2 was like a movie where the guy came out, and he was completely bulletproof, and he'd shoot him, and it would just immediately heal up. I think they were just celebrating having good computers that could actually do special effects <laughs> back then. But um, the North Hollywood shootout – does anyone remember that? It was when guys got in bulletproof suits and tried to rob a bank in Hollywood, California. Was it Bank AKs of America? Was that one? I don't it remember. It was what, Bank of America. Holy right. shit. I mean, balls yeah. the size of church bells. Wait, no. I mean, they went in, in like full Kevlar and ceramic plate body armor. Yes. Kevlar helmets with AK-47s with 50-round drum magazines and had multiples of them. They that might was have like had the some call. explosives. Too. Yeah. I don't want to say it was. I was well, rooting for the bad guys, but I kind of wanted them to get away. This was like one of this is the reason that cops have AR-15s in yeah. the trunk of their police cars. It now. Sure At is. this time, uh, the most they, they'd have their service pistols and a shotgun in the back of the car, <laughs> and kind of some more because the Texas Tower shooting before that was like the initial, like okay, you need more than a service revolver. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it was just a time where they're. 
if if you had a drum AK forty seven full auto and you're in full Kevlar, you're pretty much invincible. <laughs> we'll bring it back around to Wake and Bake America. I just found that interesting. There's great shit on video <laughs> these days, man. There's been twenty five uh, years of good video cameras now. All right, I'm gonna tell you what we're let's get into what we're medicating or recreating with. Right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For what me, got, I put man? just some cannabis, yo. But, you know, I, I, every day I'm telling you guys what I'm medicating with. So I wanted to take it over to don'tforgetdudegrows.com. You can put some dank nugs up there. Yeah. Um, and I like to check out those. And this is by Grow Dude. And we're looking at Dog Trap. And, Guru, if you can scroll these pictures, man, this flower looks great. Or anybody, even if you guys. It, the Swiss G's at the bottom. Yes, and we're looking at a flower with a ton of trikes on it, and then they have the bottom, some beautiful. Now, that would be a shatter, correct? That looks like a butane-extracted shatter. That is Swiss yeah. cheese shatter. I mean, that is going to snap if you break it, man. So, yeah. <laughs> Swiss. Is that a specific but style? That's just because it, yeah. it just has all those holes in it. But well, it's not it. waxy, know if, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not waxy. You could, you, that, that, the difference between wax and shatter is like wax is almost like has a little bit of like a buttery consistency to it, if that makes any sense. Yes, I'm just waiting for somebody like Two Chains to be like, I got my Swiss cheese shatter, bitches. Like, right? Jeez, he pays a hundred thousand dollars for a bottle of water. How much is he going to pay for something that actually is worth some money? All I'm right, dollar dollar gram of shatter, yo. Sorry, grow, dude. Thanks for getting <laughs> up. You guys, you want to show us what you're smoking? Get it up on dudegrows.com under the latest. I'll pick some thank nugs up on the show. Hey, I was. Right. Uh, I, I showed a warehouse Kyle what I was smoking this morning. I had some, I have some glasses on, and he goes, "You have hash on the inside of your glasses." <laughs> and I just go, "Yes, that's awesome. Uh-huh. That's totally awesome. <laughs> Meant for it to be there. We're going to take it with the nectar collector later." <laughs> but we were working. We are actually working. Everybody's got some trim. Banner was cool enough to, to bring some trim over. So we're playing around with the source craft or the extract craft, right? The source turbo ex, by extract craft. Do I have that, that right? You got it. Thank you. You got it. And uh, Guru, of course, has to complicate things and blow up the warehouse guy, man. But we're using dry ice today. Guru, explain to me we're de-waxing with the dry or we, we're eliminating the de-waxing step by using extremely cold dry ice. Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, even more so than that so dry ice is like negative 20 to negative 30 degrees right um freezing point is 32 degrees fahrenheit but when you mix dry ice with the alcohol that we're using uh you actually end up making a cryofluid and you can get to negative 120 so when you do that effectively you can soak your material for like an hour right uh without pulling out any lipids so you almost eliminate the de-waxing step with the Buchner funnel and everything to begin with. Got it, got because it. Because there, it's so cold that none of that is even being pulled out to begin with. You're only getting the cannabinoids and everything you're actually trying to extract. But in that, you have to take some safety precautions. Yeah, why is Kyle behind a blast shield right now? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're working with, I mean, th- this is a cryofluid. So it, this is colder temperatures than most people ever deal with. And it's not like liquid nitrogen where it runs off of everything and it's pretty easy to, if it gets on you, it gets off of you pretty quick. Right. Uh, cryo alcohol sticks to what it gets to and you can get frostbite pretty easy. So we're taking some extra safety precautions. Yeah, you just got to let it burn off. No problem. Well, since you guys said it before we get into what's going on, you guys, that's the extract craft completely. I mean, you guys are making it. It's because what you're using, the way you're using it on its own, they believe completely, completely safe. Completely safe. Things. I had it running all night last night. 
had uh, just some ice on top of it. And uh, at the end, I was like, oh, man, the ice all melted. It didn't matter, man. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a completely safe unit, man. So do just want to throw out what we're doing isn't recommended by Source Extract Craft. This is some tricks from organic chemistry, and I don't recommend uh, doing them at home if you don't have some knowledge. Or if you don't have Guru at the house, man. That's Get true. yourself an extract crapple. End it with Colby's a cool cat, guys. He's been on the show. Coupon code dude over there. He gives uh, discounts to vets as well. And start making your own concentrates at home. It's a no-brainer to save you a shit ton of money if you're going to buy them. Yes. All right. So uh, let's go to uh, what's growing on, man. Yeah, man. Hey, did anybody call up and uh, and leave any kind of follow prohibition reports? What you're medicating on? I don't know if they have or not, but if not, uh, man, let us know. We want to know what city and state you're at, the local prices and availability, uh, the ca- uh, cannabis friendliness. Give yourself a rating, one through ten. You can give four or five stars. You can go with a go five star. Go the negative if you, if you need like. to. <laughs> they're better. Yeah, I guess there probably are places that are negative. Nah, there's cannabis is there. We could talk about that right now, man. Just for my what's growing on, I was just getting ready for the, the Martin Lee interview and the, reading the Smoke Signals book. And I was just thinking about the history of cannabis, how you just can't stop it. People want to smoke weed. They've wanted to smoke it throughout history. And, uh, and, and in the United States, war on drugs or not, trendy ass war on drugs or not, it's gotten here. And well, the, and I keep reminding, I always remind people, Scott, when you go into this story, I don't know, did you tell people 833 20, what the oh, number? I, I'm sorry. I didn't, man. Will you help? Yeah, help me I out, didn't want man. to make it sound like. <laughs> give them the number really quick. 833-420-2420. Thank you. Now, getting into what's going on, what you're saying here, um, the cannabis prohibition. Uh, I just want to like give this as a preview. Remember, it's like a sliver in time, man. It sure, it's is. like it's so minimal overall. But go ahead. Yeah, you know, it, it is funny that about that, man. It's a. Uh, yeah, people have been smoking cannabis for thousands of years, and for what the past hundred years, they've you know maybe even less, but whatever they've decided to make it a profit center, you know, less, or at least, at least yeah, prohibition less. a profit center. But we were, like I said, I was just thinking about uh, how it, it, in the in the seventies, I moved to South Florida in nineteen eighty, and. We used to like go and try, we'd buy, we, there was this thing called the boat trader where you could buy used boats. You know, my parents were cheap, man. We'd buy really, <laughs> just start out with a $3,000 boat or whatever. I've been in one of your used boats. I was scared. Yeah, man. Well, they actually <laughs> ended up getting good by the, by the mid eighties. They were, I'd say by the late eighties, they were good because all these drug dealers would have these amazing like dual engine open fisherman boats that they would use for these runs. And it was kind of, I never really understood it till like somebody actually, once I was about 11th grade, somebody explained to me how it all worked. But there was be these power boating clubs, and I got air quotes around the clubs. These guys would get together, and they would all on a, a Saturday or, or a, like a Saturday, even whatever. Usually it was like on a Tuesday evening or something like that. But they would all run out to test their power boats out, 150, 200 of them. Hide in plain sight. Yes, and they would go out to a ship, and they would race to the ship, and whoever would win, they would stop there, and they would all tart party, and somebody would get loaded the fuck up, man, as that was <laughs> happening. And then you would race back and just by the way there's no speed limit in the ocean so and this was back just remember we were just talking about the north hollywood shootout how the cops were out outgunned back in the early 80s these guys had like double engine boats that could go 55 miles an hour like you know they had like one blue thunder boat that was their fast boat that could go 80 or between cops and criminals it's always been a technological race yeah. generally criminals have more money and are ahead in that race and it's been that way since like 
prohibition in the 20s when uh, like the bank robbers would have souped up V8 armored cars yep. and the cops are in just like a stock Model T. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't catch them. What are you going to do? But I got to live through that in the 80s with like seeing a boat with five engines on the back of it, man, <laughs> you know, or three now inboards. Now it's just like one DEA drone that takes care of that problem. It is. You're so right, man. <laughs> That's what started happening is everybody just started getting busted. By the late 80s, everybody was getting busted because they had their radar kind of kind of tightened up. But I found what was really interesting is that they didn't get, they, you would get, people would get busted. I can't, my dad was a plumber, so he would go and... Uh, it's kind of like a one-man shop plumbing and air conditioning guy. He'd get, go do a lot of work, man. And he was probably a guy that could keep his mouth shut, I would imagine, man. Uh, people were making between 500 and 1,000% profit margin. You know, think about a $25 pound uh, that you're selling for, or what, 500 or 200, even 250. Isn't that a 1,000% margin? No, 500 would be a... I don't, don't make me do math. Anyway, <laughs> they were making huge fucking margins, man. And uh, they were spending money. I mean, there was marble walls. You'd go into people's <laughs> bathrooms and the whole bathroom from the walls. So everything was made out of marble and stuff like that. Uh, so it was just a really interesting time, man. You know, and you got to see some really cool stuff. There. Hey, home renovation is a good way to launder money. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. But what, what I found is that, uh, you know, with, with all that money going around, it was funny. A lot of people could get out of jail free. And I was kind of learning a little bit. I, Martin Lee was kind of talking a little bit about that. I'm going to ask him about that. It turns out a lot of what the cops are, the, the, you know, not really the cops, like the DEA is interested in is where the money's going, because usually it ends up going to some government, you know, whether it's a Colombian government or the Mexican government, and they got to try to find where that money's going. A lot of times that's what they're really interested in. And I don't really give a shit about a low level, especially in the earlier mid eighties, a low level cannabis uh, smuggler, you know, a guy that likes to drive in his boat really fast. Did you, you ever know? hear about those guys that got their barge stuck with like Two thousand tons on it <laughs> awesome. of, of just weed in, in like burlap bags. <laughs> yeah, and that's the another thing. It's all done on consignment too. That's why you need like a Pablo Escobar down on the other end because you got a bunch of these disorganized farmers, and he goes and organizes them and gets a you know brings pricing up a little bit, um, arranges shipments, and gets you know gets consignment and actually gets paid on it. It's kind of interesting the way it works, man. It's it was an interesting time back then. I'll say. Yeah, and then they, they all started, like you said, they, they came up with the RICO Act and all that jazz. Yeah. Everybody started seeing serious time. And yep, and that's what, yeah, you used to see a lot of get out of Jeff Free cards where it'd be like, oh my God, dude, that guy got busted with 3,000 pounds like in 1982. And it's 1985 <laughs> and he's on a boat at a bar hanging out. Well, it yeah. might have had a lot to do with that much money going around. Yeah, it that did. that ends up in the right people's hands to make sure that stuff like that doesn't happen. It's so because true. Especially when crime gets that organized and that big with that much money, you're able to buy some political influence and buy some judges and and, we, and buy some police officers too and be able to have some informant going on in the police department so you can know what's going on. Yeah, and, and don't forget in the 70s, in the, in the mid-70s, or when Carter was elected, we thought cannabis was going to be legal. I mean, you know, you had Billy Carter, man. Come on now. But then it just totally swung the other way with Reagan and Bush. And they just found out how much money they could make by telling people drugs are bad and, uh, you know, drugs kill people and we got to get all your money. We need your tax money. Just give us your money. Just send us your money. It's my George Bush. I will recommend, which I've said before, if you want the best, uh, you know, picture of this era, uh, get yourself. Uh, there's a book and then watch the movie Square Grouper. It's kind of like a documentary right. slash movie. Yeah, Robert Platzhorn. Sure. 
I'll give you one more example. Uh, High Times Magazine, I'm going to talk to uh, to Martin Lee about this. Started by Brian Fourche, which is just a fake fucking name. Uh, he's, a, <laughs> he's a pilot, like a smuggler, like, a, you know, many tons, you know, on an airplane, you know, pilot. And that's how he got his money, man. You know, yeah, that's I think they cool. said that maybe it was in Square Grouper that High Times was used as a, uh, a price guide, sure. a market guide. And oh, yeah. then they have these two DEA agents that... Like they're like, thank we love high times. <laughs> like they, they when they got their hands on their first high times at the point it had already been in publication for a while, these DE agents were blown away. They're like, What? Like it was a good as a big asset to them as well. I'm sure, man. I'm sure. That's why I always laugh about how you know, we think that in the news is telling us exactly the truth and everything like that. There's like misinformation going on. You don't think High Times is putting out misinformation? You don't think they knew that the DEA was listening? That They were putting out what they wanted people to know. The same way that the news puts out and politicians put out what they want you to know. So is that when High Times was cool and now it's not? Or? Yeah, it has nothing to do with that now. It became a multi, you know, probably a, worth a billion dollars. That's know, what or, the commercial was on Pornhub. It was a commercial to ask you to invest in high times because they're going public. On that wasn't trying up, to promote huh? their magazine. It was trying to grab investors. Hey, huh. that's people to, that like to spend some money online. It was only on the, like the, the fetish videos. It was weird. I'm just kidding. Dude, um, show that thing, man. Show that thing. I talked to dude, and he does have some interesting sources for entertainment. This is, <laughs> I think you freaky, and I've actually seen this before. This is what, DeAntwort or something like that? Is that what that's called? I don't know. She, uh, artists are a band, but they're definitely, um, yeah, definitely cool. Yeah, Guru's playing D, it in the D background. Word right and Roger Ballen. What the fuck is happening here, man? I mean, this, I, honestly, <laughs> I used to be like, doesn't get weird enough for me, but I don't say that anymore. It's like, hey, and just to show you how many weird people there are in the world, look at how many views this has. <laughs> Dude, I've, I tried to buy the rat shawl, man. Enough. I want the rat weird. shawl. <laughs> weird is better than, uh, I, I'll say weird is better than normal. Or I, yeah, I like the, the mag that, that many weird people are in the world. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot better than I'm a Barbie girl or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think it's artistic. A. It's art. All right, we'll talk about it on another show, guys. I wanted to talk about videos and and the, how they mean what they mean to music and us as tokers. Yeah, so. it is so true, man. Like I was uh, in about the sixth grade when MTV came out, and it was cool, man. I mean, these little three minute stories that people were spending a hundred thousand dollars to make, man. It was fucking cool. Yeah, if anyone All needs right, a well, music video, hit me up. Right. I got some. Uh, what do you got, man? What's going on, brother? What's new going segment, on? segment. What's happening in Canada that's different? Yes. Something like that. It's titled. <laughs> All right. The anyway, I was watching. I was sitting down there at. Uh, I think it's called the Minor Minor Pub or some. It sits right on the Fraser River here, um, where I'm at, and it's nice to sit out on them a little patio where you can just sit and look at the river, the see stuff pub. go by that usually don't see big old barges and stuff, um, but. I was sitting there hanging out and then the train goes by too. There's a train track there that services like uh, civilians as well as freight. Sure. And freight train comes by, pretty long freight train, you know, lasts at least a couple minutes, three, four minutes. And every car, like every car has either some sort of like, some cars will just be some shitty graffiti, but then a car will come by that's like, dude, that's total art right there. Yeah. And like, so one car goes by, the, the the container said, just Canada on it. Like, that was, like, actually, that wasn't uh, any graffiti art or anything. Sure. That was what the container was supposed to say. And then under it, in huge letters, it said resin. I'm like, what does it mean? <laughs> and then when, and then we went by with a really cool scene of Terrence and Philip. 
And I'm like, dude, this is like a little, like a little TV show going by in front of me right here. So I don't know where this is all done or if you have any insight on uh, train artwork. I know you've probably seen some before. I guess it's when they're parked in urban areas or something. Yeah, I Does it tie into tagging? Is there some whole subculture I don't understand, I think? There definitely is. We are completely ignorant to that subculture, sir. Will somebody tag up some DGC cars for me? Yeah, I, want that. I would be proud as a motherfucker if I seen some DGC. Come on, man. Right over Canada Resin. It does not seem like they take a lot of time to, uh, yes. I love it. I love the fact that the graffiti art has really taken on to its own. That's that guy Shepard's Ferry in New York with his Obey stuff. You know, he got really famous with that shit. I, I, I subscribe to, I prescribe to Juxtapose Magazine, sir. But, Think about uh, when trains go. Oh, sorry. I, oh, I have good. seen that magazine. Yeah, that shit's awesome, guys. If you like graffiti art, my wife uh, gets me a subscription to it every uh, every year for Christmas. Love that magazine, man. Great gift. No, and graffiti art is uh, like, evolved into i mean it's still a rebellious thing for a lot of people but there are artists that get commissioned to do sure. beautiful works of graffiti art as like murals oh don't give me don't give me some weed sense. money man i'll fucking hire me a graffiti artist how many how many times in fort collins have you been sitting at an intersection looking at a train so to me it makes sense that it shouldn't even be against the law to do trains that's true because recharge man i'm gonna say recharge it up yo Come on, commission that shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, the only other thing that we can, my last, you know, I was still sitting there and then all of a sudden a guy walks by some little toy breed dog, right? Sure. I don't know what it was. It's Adorable. Just and he had, it's like little like hair on the top of its head, purple and mohawked up and its tail purple. <laughs> and then I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, he he can't this, make those choices, okay? animal abuse or why is so many people, which I'm, I, I'm not trying I don't have anything against it, but why are so many people now, like I mentioned on another show, I was in Walmart and saw like six people with different, you know, that, why is that chick's hair green? Like, because I the other person's why. hair was green, man. It's like the beer line. You ever been at the beer line and the, and the new one it's opens up trendy and to express yourself? Everybody runs towards the new thing, man. You know, and I get it is trendy. It's cool that it's trendy to express yourself. I don't want to diss on that. I think that's fucking I, awesome. I don't know why it bothers me and then it concerns me that it bothers me like I'm turning into some old disturbed man. But you're you know, paying a like, lot of money to put a bunch of weird chemicals, unnatural things into your body. That's the only thing I got against it a little bit, man. I'm all for treating my body naturally and throwing every chemical in the book at it. Just ain't my style. Yeah, I feel you. All right, so what should we get into here? What do we got? Give us give a best social media comment, man. Fucking, I, I just want to shout out really quick to Vladdy Batty. He sent me a really cool email. Uh, what a nice guy. Really interesting dude. I, I learned a little bit about you today, man. Thank you for all the memes. Thanks for uh, taking the time to be DGC, brother. Really appreciate you. All right. You didn't see James Butterson up on YouTube, huh? He Always said. see James Butterson, brother. He's the first guy there every day, man. Beats me there. Oh, well. All the microbes, this is what James Butterson has to say. All the microbes say I'm a pretty fly, pretty fly for a fun guy. You get it? Do you get it? <laughs> I get it, man. All right. Pretty We're, fly for a fun guy. Yes. F-U-N-G-I, guys. Fun guy. Offspring was right about, you know, right about when rock and roll, you know, rock and roll had that golden age of grunge, you know, and then in the late 90s, it started jumping the shark a little bit, man. Did you say offspring? That's pretty fly. Yeah. Isn't that pretty fly for a white guy? Isn't that what he's doing? I don't know. I turn off the radio when I hear Offspring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was right on that borderline, man, you know? All right. News lead-in. Do we have it yet? <laughs> you know what? I was listening to something yesterday. I wrote, some, I wrote down a jingle. I was like, this is good for Eli, man. And it was an earworm. It got me. 
Well, this is the news, guys. <laughs> is Eli, you're still in contact with Eli. Just be careful, guys. When Scott gets going on parodies, all of a sudden, like, so did you know that you spent $750? The dude had an intervention with me one day, man. <laughs> I was like, no more. Yes, he had to be cut off. I have 850 thumbs up songs in my Pandora, man. What do you mean? All right, out of the Calgary Herald. Whoa. This is city police take wise approach to roadside pot testing. So, guys, this could affect you. Like I always say, anywhere you're at, this is up in Canada. But as prohibition falls down, law enforcement throughout the whole, you know, United States, Canada, wherever. Right. Um, sometimes, I won't say always, trying to capitalize a little bit on trying to get the cannabis DUIs happening. It's always for, nice to get more money. For a second, this article headline worried me. I thought they were about to start using this fucking Draeger 5000 in Breckenridge, Colorado. But then I realized it's all in Canada, and that's just the author of the article's name. Yeah, so keep the Draeger in your own country, all right? No, it's available down there. It's actually made in the States as well. I'm sure it's it's actually being used in California as well. So Not cool, man. That's a zone. Well, here's the problem. Uh, a couple, I didn't even know this one. There has been a few problems with the unit. Um, eating or drinking within 10 minutes of a test being administered can skew the results. I hope you are cool with this. Also, the device, this is what's kind of crazy. I've said it before, but the device is designed to operate at temperatures above four Celsius. So four Celsius. What about 40 degrees? About 40. About 40. About 40 Fahrenheit. This is Canada. They call it the Great White North. Right? I mean. Sounds racist, by the way. So what's going on? Um, it says the uh, given the presence or given the pressure on police. That's an interesting sentence here. Given the pressure on police forces to be prepared to crack down on cannabis impaired driving once legalization kicks in, it would not be surprising to see law enforcement agencies ignore these concerns. Can I ask you one question? Is there an epidemic of stone people crashing into each other? Like there was drunk people when you had alcohol, like free for, I remember when like, I remember spring break 83 and they'd give a 10 year old kid a fucking t-shirt that said Schlitz malt liquor on it, you know? And it was like beer was everywhere. Oh yeah. DUIs and crashes were everywhere. I don't see that in Colorado. I mean, cannabis is everywhere. There's fucking 12 dispensaries in town and uh, crashes, you know, it's not like it's becoming an epidemic. Yeah. And they say here up in Canada, 95% of all DUIs are alcohol. I mean, that that is the main focus here. But in Calgary, um, they're saying that uh, the the standard is field sobriety testing. They're saying following the word of Ottawa's approval Mm -hmm. of the Drager Test 5000, Ottawa's like, um, I believe we're uh, the I forgot who was there that approved it. Anyway, here's the statement. The Calgary Police Service made it clear for now the primary method for detecting cannabis impaired drivers will be tried and true standardized field sobriety testing, which I'm not going to go down saying how much I agree with how that's done or whatever. But it's better than having this machine just go, oh, THC in your saliva arrested. Sure. So, man, I was watching um, this guy a couple of days ago drive and I was like, I'm trying to, my kid's about to turn 14. So I'm like, Hey, Lily, see how that guy's swerving back and forth, back, you know, from one side of the land to the other, that guy's probably drunk. You know what I mean? So I want to get, yeah, or tech, he was actually cleaning his glasses is what it was. <laughs> but the point is, if you drive like shit, you drive like shit. Okay. And then you should be pulled over and cited for it, man. And if you drive fine, you drive fine. So I, I don't, I don't know, man. It's pretty hard to texting or trying to get your phone to connect to the goddamn Bluetooth can be as distracted as you can be as distracted as, as driving at three beers, you know? So, Oh, driving on a cell phone is like worse than, uh, driving drunk. Yeah. Dri- I, like driving distracted can be extremely dangerous. Yeah. So at some point we got to hold people responsible for their actions, man, drunk or not. 
Well, let's lighten it up, which I totally hear you. And I hope uh, that I, I I can't really say my gut feeling because I don't know what happens sometimes with law enforcement that this Dreger 5000 will just be, you know, crushed in court. But I know that millions of dollars have yes. been spent on getting it out. So it's one of those weird things where they're going to like, oh, it works. Just let's write the laws this way. Yeah, I was anyway. going to say it will be spent. You'll definitely have millions of dollars spent in court. Now, you know, lawyers and, and the courts get to build a nice new courthouse because there's a bunch of now cannabis DUIs going on. So you know, everybody wins except the DUI victim. Yes, exactly. And don't get me wrong. Not all DUI people are victims. Plenty of people deserve, you know, what, what they're dealing with. But uh, you got golfers getting high. Is this your new story? This is my new story, man. All right. It just says high tea times. Okay. You're in British <laughs> Columbia. Um, a couple of our friends are, uh, one of my friends works on a golf course. So it says British Columbia golf survey members on marijuana use uh, on marijuana use ahead of legalization. And they talk about, they did a survey of, of, uh, uh, people that were going to be golfing. And they were like over 50% of the people that are golfers are say that they plan to light up because it's now legal. I think on October 17th, yep. uh, it becomes legal. So, I mean, what the fuck, man? That's awesome, dude. Maybe, maybe, maybe I do get golfing now. Uh, well, listen to this uh, comment here. It goes, sure. if you're having a beer on the golf course, you're not really disturbing. The, I mean, this is just like a softball for you, Scotty. You're sure. not really disturbing the people that you're playing with. Right. BC Golf CEO Chris Johnson told Global News. But if you're smoking cannabis on the golf course, there is an odor. And some people may find that odor offensive. But you're allowed to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And you know what? I do find that. I won't say offensive. I try not to be offended by stuff. But, man, cigarettes are kind of gross, man. If you're in a big pack of people smoking cigarettes, man, it's definitely gross, you know. But that's totally Let's talk fun, about this, right? though. If you're having a beer on the golf course, you're not really disturbing the people that you're playing with. Uh, how many fights have there been on a golf course? I mean, not a lot, probably. <laughs> but how many are alcohol um, well, influence sure. insults I'm and sure, choice man. words have been used? There's money so. in involved people are betting and stuff i'm sure there's been plenty of fights on the golf course you'll do whatever you want on the golf course man so i'm this, all for it this that's is when you just flip the golf cart that you have everyone you're arguing within yeah that's the last time i went golfing was before i could drive and could, i was like yeah it's cool man I let you drive the golf carts man <laughs> my parents golfing there. once in my life <laughs> we used to go as kids anyway it says early right. results show more than half the golfers under the age of 35 plan to light up a joint on the links with two-thirds of that age group viewing it as the same of, as drinking or smoking man that's a uh, that's that's awesome i love that you know that won't offend me i'll smell that it ties completely cheap. into what you're doing you're outside walking around i agree I mean, right there, I'm like, oh, wait, wait, stop it. We're outside. Time to get high. I think it might make more people want to golf, man. If all of what golfing is now is driving around in that cart and smoking a joint and hitting, hitting the ball a few times, man, and having some God, fun. I see it now. The game's never going to get done. Oh, I people are going to be waiting, backed up at holes. Yeah, it's going to be a guy, two guys with dreadlocks in front of you. <laughs> off, oh, mm -hmm. no. And you know there's going to be people bringing their dab rigs with them, like out on the <laughs> golf course. So you're going to get stuck behind someone and wait like five minutes. This for three people to take a dab. I've got my Yeti dab rig in the golf cart. Thank you. Yep. Uh, yep. All right, guys. Happening. Let's get ready to put it in the bag. So I hope you enjoyed the show today. Goodgrows.com forward slash value. We're working hard. It's not really a grow store. Some seeds here now, seeds and all that jazz. Member benefits will continue. Or I like to say, how's a credit card say it? Uh, membership 
has its benefits and they're going to be changing and continuing and trying to hook you guys up for helping support this show and uh, supporting the content. Excellent, sir. Excellent. Who you got, man? All Shout right. it out. I got Fumo Puko. <laughs> I cannot be right, man. <laughs> and Marilyn Masher. Uh, Hank's Papa and El Jefe 151. I got Mighty Smoking. Well, why am I getting the tough ones today? Mighty Smoking Scotian? SativaCare.de 420 Sun City Ganja and North Bay Media Lab. I think you just shouted out a website in the Netherlands. Cool. And cool. How about Pomeranian Pomegranate and LEDBuilder.org. Thanks for having an easy one. (laughs) Maybe it's going to be the weed. Yes. Take it easy, guys. Stay higher. (laughs) Take her easy, dude. Good bullshit. We'll be back at ya. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the bells on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out in Get away!